Hey there, and welcome to episode five of the Look Great, Feel Great podcast with me, Mark Rainsford. And in this one, dun, 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 we are going to talk about the scales, the sad step, the uh, whatever, whatever else we want to call it. You may have a pet name for it, it may not be very good. But um, do we need to be using the scales? Uh, are there better ways of using the scales? Are there better ways of tracking our progress? Let's get into it. Alright, so here's the thing, pretty much everybody owns a set or pair of scales. The number of times I've seen people say, don't weigh yourself, you don't need to weigh yourself, you shouldn't weigh yourself, don't get on the step, all of those kinds of things, but yet we still do it. And this is the thing, because as humans, we want to know things, we want answers, and we want to know them now. And by stepping on the scales, we can get those answers. Not necessarily the right answers, but we will get an answer. Sometimes it makes us feel better. Sometimes, more often than not, it makes us feel pretty crap. So what can we do about that? And do we, or should we, be really using them? So first up, weighing yourself daily, weighing yourself weekly, and you don't have a plan. You're not really implementing stuff on a regular basis. Then no, personally, I wouldn't weigh yourself because what are you doing? You're basically just hoping I can probably picture what actually happens. You get on the scales, you're almost putting your hands together like you're praying, and then you open your eyes, have a look down, and, oh, that's Andy. Or, probably more likely, oh, shit, I knew that wasn't working. So, no, if you don't have a plan, if you're not doing something consistently, don't bother, because it is literally potluck. It is like doing the lottery. You may win, but chances are you ain't going to often. If you do have a plan... If you do have something you're doing often, then for sure, they are a great way to be tracking things. But I'm going to tell you more ways and different ways you can use the scales as well, which of course you can consider and then decide what works best for you, as always. All right, so first up, what really is the scales telling us? Well, it's telling us our body weight, not our body fat, not our fitness levels, not our strength levels, not our improvements for the week over last week with regards to choices. But it's just weight, which also includes water levels, which certainly for the females listening will fluctuate a hell of a lot, possibly weekly, but certainly over a month. And so that reading is not always going to be truthful. So for that reason, I recommend a number of things for doing uh, tracking of results. Number one is definitely take photos of yourself uh, in as little clothing or as tight clothing as possible and just compare them monthly. Things aren't going to change physically weekly but over a month you should start to see differences if you are implementing a plan and it's one thing to see results in a mirror where we see ourselves daily but it's another thing to see results on a screen where you can compare one picture to another and look from the inside out so number one definitely go with the photo option and maybe look at those every four to six weeks number two is measurements certainly around the waistline measure put a tape measure on your belly button because again hopefully your belly button's never going to move so you can always be accurate and check that maybe every two weeks that can be like an intermediate measure as well and a third option can be go through your wardrobe and find something that maybe you'd like to wear but something that is a little bit snug at the moment whether that is a pair of jeans shorts a dress or a skirt something like that try it on Take a picture of how you look. Take a picture of how close it is to being done up 
And then when you can do it up, when it's feeling more comfortable, you know you've made progress physically as well. So these are all external and kind of mid to longer range measures for progress, but it's going to come back down to the scales, that thing that we might use on a daily, hopefully not, but maybe a weekly basis for measuring our progress. Okay, so we have a plan. We've planned our meals out. We're maybe tracking calories. We're possibly sticking to three meals a day with no snacking. Water levels are up. We've got a workout plan in place. We've got our sleep and bedtimes managed and we're looking to manage our stress levels as well. So everything seems to be going well. Everything's in the trolley. How are we gonna track it using the scales and how often? So for me and the clients that I work with, there are two options that you can use. And here's the first one. First one is the standard one. Pick a day, Friday works well, and I'll tell you why shortly, but we're at the same time every week. So if that means getting up, going to the toilet, weighing in, recording, just keep the variables the same. So why use Friday as the weigh-in day? Well, basically what happens, we all tend to ease off a little bit at the weekend, which is as it should be. And so it allows you to get that weighing done before the weekend eases off, but then allows you the full five days, seven if you're including the weekend, to then play catch up on possibly what you've done at the weekend. And with regards to the weekend, as we'll talk about in a moment, it'll also allow some of that excess water which will get stored alongside certain foods to disperse and then hopefully bring the uh, scales reading down. And so that once a week is the method one. The pretty much the standard one. I think that the majority of people do weighing in weekly, seeing how it's going. But how many times do you step on those scales once a week? You've been pretty good during the week. You're expecting a good result and you get on and there's either no shift or you've gained. What is going on there? Well, it kind of goes back to the beginning of this when I talked about water weight. And there are two reasons that water weight can accumulate in the body. Number one is alongside carbohydrates. First of all, carbohydrates do not, they do not, I say a third time, they do not make us gain weight. But a key is in the name, carbohydrate. Water molecules get stored, I'm not going to get too geeky for you, but water gets stored alongside stored carbohydrate in the body. Carbohydrates get broken down for energy for us. And during that metabolic process, it needs water to break it down. So our body, being pretty smart, stores water attached to the carbohydrate molecules in the body for the metabolic process. For every one gram of carbohydrate, you're storing three grams of water. So if you're having a high carb meal, chances are you're going to be storing quite a lot of water alongside those carbs. So that is another reason why maybe after a heavy Saturday evening takeaway, you step on the scales and you're like, whoa, what's going on there? Excess water. The scales, again, don't tell us the breakdown, but it will tell you the weight, and in this case, excess water. So excess water through carbohydrate consumption is one way the scales can fluctuate and increase. But what's the other one? Well, the second one, unfortunately, guys, you don't have much of a way out on this one, doesn't tend to happen much for the guys, but does happen a lot more for the females listening. And this is water retention. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily happen just at the time of the month, but for some people, it actually happens on a daily basis. Daily basis, I can already see you maybe putting your hands to the head like, oh my God, so my weight's going up and down all the time. And yes, for some people it does. And so method two may well be of interest for some of you to test out and see if you are dun, 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 a fluctuator. Uh-huh, a fluctuator. Let me tell you more. So some people do just fluctuate. 
putting that in the air quotes, they just fluctuate with regards to water retention and scales readings. But unless you actually know if you are or aren't in the fluctuator label category, you could be getting on the scales once a week thinking that you've done everything right, yet, hang on a minute, I'm two pounds up or something like that. And you just can't understand why the reading isn't as you'd expect it to be. And so for that reason, I'd recommend option two. This is known as tracking your weight. Yeah, sounds pretty simple, but this is what you need to do. Open up your phone and use the notes application. Create seven days of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't know why I said that because I think everybody knows the seven days a week, but there you go. Put down the seven days of the week and here's what you're gonna do. Every morning you're gonna get up, go to the toilet and then track your weight. Notice there I said track your weight and not weigh in. Number one with this is you are not weighing in. I will repeat, you are not weighing in. What I mean by that is you are not getting on the scales and thinking, oh, excellent, I've lost half a pound. Oh, crap, I'm up half a pound. You are not weighing, you are tracking the readings. So every morning, track them. Uh, it works a little bit better if you track them in pounds, and I'll tell you why shortly, but record seven days worth of tracked readings in the notes app on your phone and by tracking the reading daily for over a seven day period you're looking to see if the figures the seven figures vary considerably and by considerably i'm talking about has it moved more than one and a half to two pounds over or within a week's period if it does then you are known to me anyway as a fluctuator this means you and your body holds on to and drops water probably more so than the average person. And so for this reason, for you, weighing in once a week isn't a good idea because you could weigh in on the Friday morning once a week and you could be on, quotes, one of your high days of water retention. So let's just say you weigh in normally at 145 pounds. You could step on the scales once a week on Friday and suddenly it's 147 pounds. But if you actually checked in the next day, Saturday morning, you might be down to 142 pounds because of the water variations within your body. And so for that reason, you could be one of those where, ah, oh, crap, I knew this didn't work. And suddenly you go from a great positive mindset of everything's working well, jump on the scales, it's a high day, you get a crap reading. But if you weighed in the day before or day later, it would have been a beneficial one. But because you weren't tracking or aware of this water retention, you were just taking it as another failure. You're in a bad mood, and probably food and drink choices might well be reflected for the rest of the day. But like most things in life, you only really know if you are this type by trying it. So what I would do is record them for a seven day period. As I say, record them in pounds, add them up, divide that figure by seven for the seven days, and that gives you your weight reading for the week. So you are basically taking an average of the seven days. And then if it does fluctuate, just keep that method going. And what you do is you take your average figure from the previous week and compare that with the average from the next week, the seven, seven days of retract readings divided by seven and compare it with the new average. You are not comparing one average with a single day. And again, this is only really for people that do fluctuate. Those whose weight vary around one and a half to two pounds or more, of course, over seven readings. That's obsessive, I can hear some of you saying. Is it though, is it really? Obsessive is just a label that we give to certain things. And I think it's obsessive if number one, you don't have a plan and you're just weighing in every day. Number two, 
if you are tracking every day but you are actually weighing and thinking oh I've lost weight oh I've gained weight that's a little bit crazy but as I say what you're doing is you are taking a tracking of readings you are not weighing in and there's your two options if you find that you don't fluctuate your weight stays pretty consistent yes once a week once every 10 days is fine to weigh in and know that you have a consistent reading but as I say if you are tracking the weight and it is going up and down throughout the week you are a fluctuator nothing you can do about it really but just look to track your weight add it up divide it by seven and take an average each week and that should give you a more balanced figure to work with as opposed to feeling up and down emotionally because of the readings on the scales not truly reflecting plans effort and focus that you're putting in during the week scales and weighing summary number one only really weigh in if you have got a plan and you are implementing things that will benefit it. Otherwise, it's just potluck. Number two, ensure that you've got other measurables alongside the scales, photos, measurements, and maybe a log for your exercise, be it your running times or a record of weights lifted for strength improvements. Number three, if you're a bit frustrated and confused by the weekly scales reading, see if you are a fluctuator. Record the seven days of the week track the readings for seven days add them up in pounds divide it by seven that gives you your average if it's fluctuated throughout the week by more than a pound or so then yes stick with this method and compare averages each week but remember again you're not weighing every day you are tracking weight will go up and down on the scales and it's only obsessive if you tell yourself and believe it <laughs>